0: Listening
1: to a Sharesies podcast. Tena katoa. It's Wednesday, the tenth of November. You are listening to Recap, made for you by Sharesies.
0: And in case you don't know, Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create the most financially empowered generation.
1: Here is that financial disclaimer you've been waiting for
0: investing involves risk you aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with
1: any information we provide is general only and current at the time
0: if you're looking for help with your investment choices we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider
1: hi alice how you doing
0: hey jose i'm well thanks how are you
1: very well thank you i'm actually i just realized it's, it's like it's like a sauna in this room it's so hot I even had the window open. it's a very
0: warm day, isn't it?
1: I'm more just, like, just flustered now. I'm just (laughs) going to get some air moving around the house. I don't know. Anyway, enough of that. Oh, I've actually got sweat beating in my – forget it.
0: (laughs) Maybe you should go out for some fresh air. Yeah, I need um, to do a run or something. After work today,
1: <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> let's. Um, well, thanks for the advice. Let's let's crack on though. Yeah,
0: yeah, I won't hold you back. So um, <laughs> I'll kick things off with some news from the US, uh, specifically from General Electric or GE. Um, they made a pretty annu- a pretty major announcement that's going to completely transform their entire company.
1: Oh wow! So before we get to that though, just tell us a little bit about General Electric.
0: Yeah. So GE is one of those iconic American companies that's been around for ages, over 125 years, in fact. So they are an industrial company at heart, but they are what you call a conglomerate. Now, a conglomerate is a big company that usually has different business divisions that operate in completely different industries. Uh, So GE operates in all sorts of things, including power generation, uh, products and services that are related to energy production, aviation, healthcare, covering things like medical imaging and drug discovery, and even financial services.
1: Mm, A finger in every pie, it seems. So what was GE's news today?
0: Well, GE announced their plans to split the company into three separate publicly listed companies, and uh, these will focus on energy, healthcare, and aviation.
1: Yeah, well, like you said at the start, that sounds like they will completely transform the entire company. But why are they doing this?
0: Well, to explain that, I feel like we sort of have to go through a bit of GE's uh, history. So GE was founded in 1889 by none other than Thomas Edison. Uh, And at first, GE was focused on manufacturing electricity-related goods uh, like lamps, light fixtures, and things like that. But over the years, uh, the company grew, and it acquired a lot of other businesses along the way, uh, branching into other ventures like computing, uh, even broadcasting. Now, the company did a lot of these acquisitions in, in the 80s, uh, and GE was even the largest listed company in the U.S. Uh, for certain periods of time in the early 2000s. It was just quite the symbol for like an American manufacturing power.
1: Right, So, but I take it that things took a turn?
0: Yeah, the global financial crisis in 2008 hit GE pretty hard. The company's share price fell 42% in 2008 alone. Now, a lot of the issues that the company experienced came from the finance division, GE Capital, and that almost toppled the entire company. Uh, But the company has struggled to get its momentum back following the financial crisis. Uh, They've uh, had rising debt, uh, their value has been sliding, and um, their new CEO came on board in 2018, and he has basically been simplifying the business since.
1: And presumably that's led to the announcement today of uh, splitting the company up.
0: That's right. Uh, GE said that it wants to simplify the business as well as pay down debt. So CEO Larry Culp said that by creating three industry leading global public companies, each can benefit from greater focus, tailored capital allocation and strategic flexibility to drive long term growth and value.
1: Right. So how will GE be broken up then and how will that work?
0: Well, as I mentioned before, the three new businesses will focus on energy, healthcare and aviation. So first, GE will split off the healthcare company and they said they expect that to happen in 2023. Then GE will combine uh, the GE Renewable Energy, GE Power and GE Digital businesses together and spin these off as a separate company in 2024. Then what's left behind will make up the aviation business.
1: Awesome. Really interesting. Thanks, Alice.
0: Some pretty big news down here in Wellington today, Jose. Are the headlines say that Weta Digital is going to be sold to Unity.
1: Uh, yeah, totally. So the best headline I saw actually started off uh, with Lord of the Bling, and that's referring to Sir Peter Jackson's majority stake in the special effects company. Now, the proposed sale of Weta Digital is to cost Unity 2.3 billion New Zealand dollars.
0: Phew, okay, so what are the details here? Maybe you can tell us uh, what kind of company Unity is?
1: Certainly. So Unity is a 3D game development company based in the United States and it's listed on the New York Stock Exchange. Weta Digital is a very famous uh, special effects house. Um, you know They're a bit of a household name here in New Zealand. They provided all the uh, computer generated effects on the Lord of the Rings films and they work on big Hollywood effects heavy films as well. Uh, but it's important to note that Unity hasn't bought the whole company. How do you mean? So over the decades, Weta Digital has created a lot of in-house bespoke software to bring all those special effects to life. So for example, they've built a program called City Builder, which basically creates 3D cities at the press of a button. That's a massive oversimplification, but that's kind of all we need to know right now. There's also other programs like Manuka, which is a physics simulator, and there's heaps and heaps, um, like, like honestly pages, of other software, which is all designed to help computer effects artists create realistic spaceships and monsters and and whatever you need really specifically though it's weta's tech division that's built all those programs for their visual effects artists to use and it's just the tech part of the company that unity has bought
0: okay so what happens to the rest of weta digital then
1: well, okay. So Unity gets the tech division and the two hundred and seventy-five plus engineers that comprise that part of the company become Unity employees. Now, the VFX artists, the visual effects artists, uh, they—they're the people using all the software. They get spun off into a new company called Weta FX, of which Peter Jackson will continue to be the majority shareholder. Despite being split into the uh, two companies they'll work continue to work together unity said in a statement that uh, wd fx will be its largest customer in the media and entertainment sector
0: so, why did Unity decide to acquire Weta Digital? Have they made any purchases at this scale before?
1: No, no, not at all. I mean, back in August, they bought a company called Parsec for 320 million American dollars. But it's a good question why Weta? Well, according to an interview with the senior vice president of Unity, Mark Witten, that I was reading uh, earlier today, they see growth in democratizing 3D cre- creation. Now the way he put it, which I thought was very good, was that uh, right now we have a lot of tools for creating 2D images, it's fairly easy to take a photo and then find tools uh, to change or to make that into something else if we wish. The same doesn't exist for 3D content and we have spent the last 10 years working on programs to make uh, you know 3D creation easier. Uh, the second point is they also get Weta Digital's massive backlog of assets. So everything that's made in a computer for, for the movies that they worked on, like you know, from park benches to castles to you know, probably millions of different trees, for example, they've all been generated and are now sitting in you know, a file server somewhere. And Unity specifically has got the metaverse in mind here. They've actually name-checked it in a blog post on the acquisition. Because if you're going to be making content in the metaverse, whenever it arrives, you're going to need lots and lots of 3D models and assets. And the third and last thing to keep in mind is that they're really into creating cloud-based programs. They see that as a growth area. And it's also an area Weta has been working quite heavily in. So Unity will probably offer up Weta's software as cloud-based subscription services sometime in the future.
0: Alrighty, so was there anything else to note?
1: Yeah, so the deal involves uh, $1 American dollars in cash and the rest is in stock. The acquisition is expected to be closed sometime during Unity's fourth quarter in 2021.
0: I'll wrap us up for today with a quick earnings report from the US.
1: I, I could have guessed that. So what's been happening?
0: Uh, Well, Coinbase, uh, which is the largest cryptocurrency exchange in the US, but also a listed company, they released their quarterly results today.
1: All right. So tell me more about Coinbase.
0: Well, as I mentioned, they're a company that operates a cryptocurrency exchange. So that's a place where people can go to buy and sell different cryptocurrencies. So they make money by charging transaction fees to users when they either buy or sell the crypto. And Coinbase was founded in 2012, uh, but now has over 73 million users in over 100 countries.
1: Mm, cool. So did, how did Coinbase's results go?
0: Uh, well, net revenue came in at $1.2 billion US billion for the quarter. Now that's more than four times higher than this time last year, but it was lower than net revenue in the previous quarter, which had been over $2 billion. Now, uh, monthly transaction users also declined from last quarter, falling from $8.8 million, uh, to $7.4 million this quarter. On top of that, trading volume also fell, uh, to $327 million from $462 million in the previous quarter.
1: Did Coinbase say what was behind those lower numbers?
0: Well, they did say that their business is volatile, and in fact, they actually said investing in Coinbase is not a quarter-to-quarter quarter investment, but rather a long-term investment. Now, interestingly, most of our Coinbase's, or much of Coinbase's success is dependent on the performance of cryptocurrencies, like Bitcoin, for example. So when there's lots of trading activity and volatility uh, related to crypto that's traded via the Coinbase exchange, that actually helps boost uh, transaction revenue for the company.
1: And what What about the quarter ahead, did, did Coinbase say anything about that?
0: Yeah, the company said that they expect retail monthly transacting users and total trading volume to be higher in the next quarter compared to this one.
1: Great, thanks Alice.
0: It was recap for the 10th of november thanks so much for listening
1: we would absolutely love it if you gave us a rating review on apple Podcasts. go on you know you want to and if you want to get in touch with us we'd love to hear from you as well our email is recap at nz. and
0: we'll be back tomorrow
1: we'll catch you then see ya matiwa